0: WABC New York and 1071 WLIR Hampton Bays. It's the 77 WABC News Hour. Talking the news with Noah Layden. All the news you need to know. With Joe
1: Nolan, Traffic, Justin Ellick Sports, Lou Dobbs Business. And now. Talking the news with Noah. On 77 WABC. Yep, that's me. Five o'clock. Happy Friday. It is Friday, May 12th. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Sunny and hot today. It is gonna feel like Summer, high 87. Saturday, cloudy, high 79. And then Sunday, Mama's Day, Mother's Day, sun and clouds, high 74. If you're walking out the door with us right now, 56 and clear in Nanuet up in Westchester. 60 and clear in Barnegat Light down Jersey Shore. And it's 62 and clear here in Midtown. Lots to get to as we work our way up to 6 o'clock hour. Sid and friends in the morning yesterday I was with my 14-year-old who had told me that he wanted to have a very specific bank card. I guess, you know, he has this bank account. He wants to be able to pull out this card and have it look cool. All right, you know, he's 14. So I'm like, all right, do the research and figure out which bank will provide you with the coolest card and we can move your account to another bank. And what he was upset about was the current bank he was at, if he wanted to make his own bank card, they were going to charge him a dollar, okay, which didn't seem like a high price to me. But he felt, hey, if I have my money there, why should I have to pay a buck to personalize my own bank cards? So I said, okay, good for you. Go do the research. So he does the research over the last couple of days. And yesterday he found the bank. I'm not going to tell you which one. And uh, we drive down to this bank because it's uh, not walking distance from us. And he goes in, he does all the work, we change over the bank account, he uh, brings over the check from the other bank, they put it into the account, and then the guy says, okay, uh, here's the moment, you can personalize your own card. And he gives him a list of about a hundred different ways you can personalize your card, like existing pictures that they have of football teams and of the Jersey Shore and all kinds of things like that. And he says, no, 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 no. I want to personalize my card with this picture. And he pulls out this picture of my son on his phone and he shows it to the bank guy. And the bank uh, guy, the, I don't know, whatever you call him, the teller or whatever, bank worker says, yes, of course you can do that, That's, but that's going to cost you a dollar. So he had done his research, but apparently not that well. So we had moved all this money over to the other bank. And uh, he still had to pay a buck to personalize this card. But, you know, hey, he found out that uh, if you don't do the research right, then, you know, you still have to pay the dollar for the personalized card. He's going to get it. So he'll be cool with his friends. So I guess in the end, that's all cool. All right. Let's get into the headlines.
0: The top five at five.
1: Danny Penny is likely to turn himself in in the subway chokehold case. Migrants racing to the southern border and here to New York, too. A New Jersey school bus full of kids went missing for a while. Overweight New Yorkers will soon have some new workplace protections. And a huge bear waddling into a really local urban space all right let's get into it 503 daniel penny expected to turn himself in today to face criminal charges in connection with the chokehold death of jordan neely aboard an f train the manhattan da confirming yesterday that penny will be arrested on a charge of manslaughter the manhattan da's office spent the weekend much of this week interviewing going over accounts of witnesses who were on the train reviewing apparently multiple videos of the incident as well prosecutors Also consulting with medical examiners, detectives, reviewing statements that Penny made on that day when the chokehold took place. Those who had taken to the streets, who had called for the arrest of Penny, say they're relieved today. I'm just
0: extremely happy that he's being prosecuted, that a white person just can't walk up to a black person for screaming, not making any aggressive movements, but just for screaming and kill them. What kind of message does that send to the country?
1: So here's what we know. Second degree manslaughter charge suggests prosecutors believe Penny had no intention to kill Neely and reflects a belief that the Manhattan D.A.'s office thought Penny acted recklessly when he put Neely in that choke. Called The grand jury... We'll still hear evidence against Penny, which will occur maybe next week. The uh, maximum penalty for this charge is 15 years. So, uh, again, protests on the streets last night. Guess
2: what, Mayor?
3: You failed him because he died under your watch. The murder of Jordan Neely probably won't even do the perp walk. New Yorkers won't even see him in handcuffs. They will sneak him in.
1: So last night, Penny's lawyer issuing a statement. They said when Mr. Penny, a decorated Marine veteran, stepped in to protect himself and his fellow New Yorkers, his well-being was not assured. He risked his own life and safety for the good of his fellow passengers. Uh, Mayor Adams has not really weighed in on this case at all, giving his opinion. You know, here's why he has an odd.
4: If this case goes to trial or anywhere further, I don't want someone to talk about changing venues. The, the mayor uh, tainted when he was the police falls under one of his agencies. Yeah,
1: so much of this has to do, this case, with the fact that there are so many mentally ill homeless patients walking the streets. Uh, Mayor de Blasio uh, tried a program to bring homeless off the street. Mayor Adams uh, trying to do that as well. He says he wishes he could confine the most mentally ill to institutions, but he doesn't have the ability to do that right now.
4: We're hoping that we can get the Kendrick's Law to be adjusted, to give people the clear understanding that if this person is dealing with a a major mental health illness where they can't take care of themselves and they're in danger to themselves, that we're allowed to keep them and give them the services that they need. And
1: you had a public advocate, Jamani Williams, says the city has to do more than just confine mentally ill homeless people. They have to follow up with them as well. If
4: you place someone in a hospital, when they're released with no continuum of care, it doesn't really help.
1: Yeah, well, that's for sure true. Uh So Penny, again, expected to show up in court later today to face this charges. Of course, we'll have all the latest right here on 77 WABC. Five Let's go out to uh, Suffolk County. A Suffolk County police officer in stable condition, thankfully, after being shot in the thigh yesterday. It's the latest now from WABC's Alex Barnard, who joins us live. Good morning, Alex.
3: Good morning, Noam, and yes, that's right. Police Commissioner Rodney Harrison says the incident started when officers were spotted at a home in Coram by a suspect in a robbery that happened two days prior.
4: He's engaged to be married and has a 17-month-old daughter. We ask you to keep his himself and his families in your thoughts and prayers.
3: A plainclothes officer identified himself as a cop and chased the suspect, 20-year-old suspected gang member Janelle Funderburk, ordering him to stop. That's when Funderburk allegedly pulled out a gun and fired two shots, striking the officer in the upper right thigh. The officer's colleagues rushed to the rescue.
4: Two tourniquets and quick clock were applied by his fellow officers, which doctors indicated stopped him from bleeding out the officer was transported to stony brook hospital by police vehicle this is just a reminder of how dangerous it is to be a police officer
3: meanwhile thunderburg was taken into custody
4: officers were able to gain contact with our suspect and able to have him voluntarily come outside where he's placed under arrest without any incident
3: that was after a 20-minute standoff. Harrison added that Funderburk would be charged in connection with Tuesday's robbery, as well as with attempted murder of a police officer.
1: Is this a guy, do we know, I might be asking you a question you don't know, but is this a guy who has a laundry list of
3: previous crimes? That we don't know at this time, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. All right, I'm glad to hear that. Officers are going to be okay. WABC's Alex Barnard, thank you very much. WABC News Time 512. Let's go down to the U.S. southern border where it is uh, just a mess and has been. Uh, police in U.S. southern border towns just sounding the alarm about the current migrant surge. Now that Title 42 is officially gone away, it did at midnight today. West Texas DPS Regional Director Jose Sanchez says the situation, he calls it a disaster. And
3: if you're talking about two years of knowing this, what were you doing during the two years? Why are you waiting till now on D-Day of the end of Title 42 to start deploying resources and coming up with a plan? Yeah, he puts
1: the blame squarely at the White House. Sanchez says he hasn't gotten any help from the feds, worries. There may be civil unrest soon. He says the White House could have prevented this all.
3: This plan should have been done two years ago. We could have cut down on this a long time ago. The messaging has been horrible to these people. You know, they're coming across and they're telling us that through social media, they're being told to come across that the borders are open.
1: Yeah, many migrants waiting near the border trying to figure out their next move. This
4: is uh, scary. It's very difficult because no have food, no have water. It's
0: really hard because we are hungry.
1: Yeah, so some of these people say, hey, they were told that this is the time to come to the U.S. walking for weeks in the, uh, uh, in the woods, or actually, I should say, in the jungle, really, to get to the U.S. southern border. Some of them saying with little food. Then you had the uh, Homeland Security Secretary says challenges at the border are due to Congress's inaction. Everybody playing the blame game.
0: It is also the result of Congress's decision not to provide us with the resources we need and that we requested.
1: That's Alejandro Mayorkas arguing Congress has left the broken, outdated immigration system in place for decades, goes through Republican and Democratic administrations. Our
0: current situation is the outcome of Congress leaving a broken, outdated immigration system in place for over two decades. I think I just said that. Our efforts are focused on ensuring that the process is safe, orderly, and humane all while protecting our dedicated workforce and our communities. Yeah, but the
1: issue is we just got this huge uh, problem now across the border up here in New York. We'll get to that, too. Down in Kinney, Texas, the sheriff there, Brad Coe, says he noticed the surge of migrants coming uh, weeks ago, and he wonders why he didn't get help back then. We pulled over 100 off one
0: freight train. We had a report. We there were some passengers riding on top of the grand cars. We got down there, and we pulled over close to 200 off. That train. Yeah, border patrol agents
1: stopped around ten thousand migrants. That was just on Tuesday, one of its busiest days ever, nearly double the daily average from March. More than twenty seven thousand people in custody as of Tuesday, well above the capacity they can handle there.
0: Until the federal government starts doing the prosecution and, and attaching the consequences to their actions, we're just that's what we're going to continue to see with these numbers. It's going to have to do. They're going to have to go strictly by the book and do either the uh, actual removals or
3: prosecute for illegal entry.
1: Yeah, all right. So so much more to the story and how it affects New York. We're going to get into that in just a moment. But first at 5.15, a, a check of sports. Let's head over to the 77 WABC Sports Desk. Uh, happy Friday, Justin
2: la uh, Well, don't tease me there, Noam Laden. Why is that? It is Friday. Yeah, but it's 5.15 in the morning. Still All got, right, so you gotta got make ways it to make go.
1: another ten hours for you, and you'll be able to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we do begin on the diamond, and uh I'm and both teams still suck, so we'll make this relatively <laughs> okay. quick and easy. The Mets got blinked 5 to nothing in Cincinnati at the hands of the Reds and route to dropping their fifth straight series before they get ready to head to Washington open up a four-game set with the Nationals tonight at 7.05. Uh, the Mets sit at 18-20 and 20 and seven-and-a-half games back of the first-place Braves. As for the Yankees, their sweep of the A's was clearly a big fluke as they went right back to utter incompetence last night in the form of an 8-2 loss. To the A. L East first place, Tampa Bay Rays. The loss puts the Yankees at twenty one and eighteen and right into last place in the AL East. Now nine games back of Tampa Bay. Round of applause. Very good start. Game two of that four game set is tonight at seven oh five. Don't bother watching because I won't be on the ice. That's all she wrote for the New Jersey Devils after last night's three to two game five overtime loss to the Carolina Hurricanes, who handedly took down the devs. Four games to one to advance into the East to Finals. Timo Meyer and Dawson Mercer netted the two New Jersey goals, but it was yes, but fast on the power play in overtime that broke the Devs' hearts and sent them packing into the offseason. The Kings will await the winner of the Panthers Maple Leaf Series to see who they'll be meeting in the conference finals set to begin at some point next week. In the NBA, the Celtics beat the 76ers 95-86 to, to not their East semifinal series at three apiece. And the Nuggets move past the Suns 125-100 to to advance into the Western Conference Finals. Tonight, your New York Knicks, they'll try and knock things at three in Miami against the Heat. Tip-off for Game 6 is set for 7.30 p.m. The Knicks on the brink of elimination. Down three games to two. Here with sports on 77 WABC. I'm Justin Eller.
1: WABC News Time 519 promised we would stay at the U.S. southern border where it continues to be a mess now that Title 42 expired at midnight. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham warns that some of these illegal immigrants at the border could be the next person to create a start a terrorist attack here in the country. How hard would it be for
3: somebody to get into this crowd of people that's a terrorist to kill? a bunch of us. So um, this is catastrophic. Uh, the people in charge of securing our borders should be fired.
1: Yeah. Uh, so he's talking, of course, about the White House. President Biden, can you not figure out what happened? You repealed all of the Trump policies that worked and replaced them with open border policies. And you're surprised we have chaos. Yeah so of course the other issue is this the humanitarian crisis of all these people crossing the border so many of of them are coming across hungry there's an organization called Fighting Hunger That is at the U.S. southern border trying to get food to these migrants. We were
3: hitting a high of about 6,000 meals a day that we were providing for the migrants. Two days ago, we were providing about 3,000 meals a day.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. It just shows you how many people are trying to get
3: across. We're making sandwiches. We're getting hand fruits like apples and other items, yogurts, granola bars for breakfast, anything that we can get our hands on.
1: Yeah, and they're trying to make it sort of meals to go.
3: Many of these folks will be future Americans, and I hope that they remember just a little of the kindness they're shown here on the border when they come to our country.
1: And of course, all this affecting us right here in the tri-state area. Those buses coming to New York City, some thought that a thousand a day could be coming. For sure, there are buses showing up every day from the U.S. southern border with migrants aboard. Mayor Adams... Continuing to push an effort to send migrants to Rockland and Orange counties, despite resistance and legal lawsuits from there. Adams says the city will take on all those legal obstacles.
4: You can't use the courts to deny people to move around the state of New York.
1: Mayor Adams taking on Ed Day, the Rockland County executive who threatened to choke. Mayor Adams,
4: right here on 77 WABC. I don't think he was going to physically do it, but he was mad. County exec day. I mean, this guy has a record of being anti-Semitic, you know, his racist comments, uh, you know, his thoughts and how he responded to this. Really, it shows a lack of leadership.
1: The city just running out of room. The mayor talking with government leaders around the state yesterday afternoon. Because it
4: was set a bad precedent. If someone is saying, you know, in the state of New York, that, you know, you are not allowed to come here. You know, that's just a bad precedent.
1: You had Orange County executive Steve Newhouse said he wasn't going to take any buses there. But guess what? Buses showed up there yesterday. One of the migrants aboard those buses that showed up in Orange County. He said he was from South Africa. This is awfully interesting. Uh, he flew to Nicaragua and then walked across the U.S. southern border. I mean, I'm sure that took them weeks on end. So now he is in a hotel in Orange County. He says he could not be more thankful. I'm
2: happy. I'm happy. Thank God I'm happy. I'm happy for a good life, a life where I'm not afraid of the government, or anything. I can be free. Yes, it's
1: all kinds of people mixed in, not just people from South America. Uh, supporters are people who are welcoming these migrants in Orange County. Here were some people who are outside the hotel.
0: I make sure that I checked everybody's hands that they were coming off the bus. And I think that was my goal, just to have a happy feeling and in uh, and- relieve some of the nervous and tension. Yeah,
1: so while Rockland and Orange counties have uh, tried to stop the flow of migrants coming in, uh, Westchester County says they will take some on.
0: If we're trying to help release a little bit of the pressure valve in New York City, we'll help out. We'll do a certain amount, and we'll manage it, and we'll try to make sure that it goes well.
1: Westchester County Executive George Latimer there says five years ago, Westchester was able to place about a 1,000 migrant children under the Trump administration. We
0: can do a share just as long as it's a reasonable share. Now, I don't know what the re- with the ending of this uh, provision, um, uh, Article 42, whatever it is, I don't know what that's going to mean. Apparently an explosion is coming. Yeah, well,
1: I think the explosion is here. 524 former president trump going to appeal the new york jury's decision that ordered him to pay writer e. Jean carroll five million dollars trump's
5: attorneys filed the appeal thursday just days after the former president was found liable for sexually abusing and defaming carroll in the civil suit she claimed trump raped her in a manhattan department store dressing room in the 1990s but the jury said trump who has denied the allegations was not liable for rape the case now moves to the second u.s circuit court of appeals I'm Brian Shook. All right.
1: The president was uh, here on 77 WABC with Sid yesterday. Did you hear that? Sid and friends in the morning getting an exclusive with Donald Trump. Wide-ranging interview. uh, Talked about a whole bunch of things. Uh, Let's see. He says, 45th president, that he's amazed Joe Biden has as much support as he does.
0: When I see Biden has a 40% or 42% approval rating, I said, who would those 42% (laughs) people be on are these people, like, uh, are they Are they living people?
1: The president uh, then telling us uh, said that he worries we're on the verge of another world war, but he says he could fix that. He also says he could end the Russian invasion of Ukraine in
0: a day. People are dying. I could get that settled in one day. I know them both. I'd get that thing settled in one day. I know exactly how to do it, exactly what to say to each of them, sort of what I do in life.
1: Yeah. So uh, the 45th president, he should probably share that with President Biden if he knows how to fix it right away. The uh, 45th president says he can't believe what a mess it is at the southern border. Title
0: 42 comes off. You're going to have millions of people marching through more. Millions have already come in, but you're going to have many more millions coming into our country. And we're just like a little lamb sitting there. We are so foolish <laughs> to allow this all to happen.
1: And he took on Biden a number of times, calling it the Biden crime family, says they've taken bribes from overseas, says the media just looks the other way. So
0: if that worry about me or you or anybody, uh, it doesn't get picked up because he's a Democrat. It doesn't get picked up by the fake news. It's unbelievable. That would be the biggest story in The Times in 20 years they've done.
1: Lots of interesting nuggets in that interview. Surf on over 70, uh, rather, WABCradio.com. That's WABCradio.com. You'll see Trump's picture right there, front page. You can listen to the entire interview. 526, let's go down to D.C. Top Pentagon officials. Warning of the impact of a debt default and what it would do to the military. We
3: won't, in some cases, be able to pay our troops with uh any degree of predictability, and that predictability is really, really important for us.
1: Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin there says the default could benefit China, America's biggest adversary. He says defaulting on the nation's debt would put U.S. reputation at a substantial risk around the
3: world. We are known for being very dependable, paying our bills on time, and a source of stability uh, globally.
1: Yes, yeah, so if he's hoping for some sort of deal anytime soon, he might be waiting a while. A meeting on the debt ceiling between the president and congressional leaders scheduled for day, uh, today called off.
5: That's according to the Washington Post, which cited sources familiar with the matter. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer, and House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries had all been expected to take part in the meeting. That same group sat down with Biden in the Oval Office earlier this week as... The June 1st deadline to raise the nation's debt limit draws nearer. I'm Brian Shook.
1: You get the sense, they will take us right to that final day. Is there 31 days in May? Yeah, so 30, <laughs> May 31st, they'll come up with a deal, or maybe a couple days before, right? Because they want to have the long holiday weekend, Memorial Day weekend, we'll get that deal. Just getting started on this Friday morning. Um, the latest on the Santos story. He, um, It may settle a case in Brazil, so it's not just here in America where he's in trouble. Uh, A strange story out of New Jersey when a school bus never shows up to class. We'll tell you what happened there. You know, the COVID pandemic, the health emergency officially ended. What does that mean for you? There is some interesting news in that. And the nation's pork producers not happy about a Supreme Court decision. We'll get into those stories and more, but first this at 530. The
0: 77. WABC News Hour, talking the news with Noah Laden on seventy-seven WABC Talk Radio, seventy-seven WABC, talking the news with Noah on seventy-seven WABC.
1: This is the 77 WABC News Hour
0: with Noah Layden. Yep,
1: that's me, 532. Good morning. It is Friday, May 12th. Oh, it's my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, uh, wife. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Sunny, hot today, summer-like, high 87. Saturday, gonna be cloudy, high 79. And then Sunday, Mama's Day, sun, clouds, I 74. If you're walking out the door with us right now, so happy you are. 56 and clear in Nanuet up in Westchester. 60 and clear in Barnegat Light down the Jersey Shore. And it is 61 with a few clouds right here in Midtown. We'll start on Long Island and move our way to D.C. with the George Santos story. The Congressman in trouble of course as you know here in new york but he's also been in trouble in brazil and might settle that case today the
4: embattled republican reached a deal with brazilian authorities after he was accused of stealing a checkbook and buying a pair of sneakers in exchange for paying a fine and paying back the victim adjusted for inflation charges have been dropped All right,
1: so that case might be over for him, but of course there's a much more intense one here. The Congressman not do in court until the end of next month. Uh, but it seems New Yorkers have already uh, placed their verdict. George Santos is a fraud, and he deserves everything that's coming to him.
0: He's a fix himself. He's mental. He's an actor. He, there, or there's a mental issue, or I, I don't know what it
1: is about him.
4: But maybe he's convinced that he's innocent.
1: The congressman pleading not guilty to 13 federal charges, no plans to resign. He's even talking about reelection, which means his fate will rely... On voters, Santos says he's cooperating. I'm
2: a Republican
5: and I'm embarrassed.
3: My only thought is that George Santos's drag name should have been misdemeanor. I think the
0: people will see the right <laughs> thing to do. He won't get reelected. So Did you get embarrassed.
3: My only thought is that George Santos's drag name should have been misdemeanor. That's funny. I think the
0: people will see the right thing to do. He won't get reelected.
4: So the people who elected him have to say, well, he's, we're not going to elect him again.
1: Yeah, so uh, top Democrats say uh, Santos does not belong in the House after he was indicted. They say time to step down. Here's House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. That is
4: not an extreme position. That should be a mainstream position on the other side of the aisle, but apparently it is not.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that has nothing to do with that. They want to steal that House seat. Uh, If it went up for a special election, Democrat would probably have a good shot in that district. Uh, Santos, they say, lied his way into Congress. I don't think anybody would uh, have a feud with that. Uh, they say the freshman congressman is not fit to serve. And I imagine there's a lot of people who might agree with him on that as well. Uh, Five thirty eight. Let's stay in D.C., a key indicator of inflation on the rise. Numbers from the Labor Department yesterday out shows the producer prices rose two tenths of a percent in April after an unexpected point four percent drop back in March. What it shows is that there are definitely signs of
3: a slowing economy. But how slow will it get? Will it lead to a recession? If so, how deep, how dire could the recession be?
1: That's the uh, markets correspondent, Dominic Chu. The number's measure the selling prices for producers most of last month's rise due to an increase in the cost of services food health care costs they also ticked up increased costs for gasoline that also drove up the price of goods
3: this is all factoring to the feds rate decision come later on this summer
1: yeah so we'll have to see if they raise the interest rate again there was some thought they wouldn't but uh we'll uh, wait and see what happens there 535 while we're talking business peloton recalling over two million exercise bikes because the seat can break while in use patty davis with the u.s consumer product safety commission says peloton has issued instructions for how people can fix their bike Uh, It's part of the recall. Peloton is offering a
5: free repair. And what that involves is a new seat post that you can install yourself. Peloton has a video on its website that will walk you through step by step.
1: You remember how big Peloton was during the pandemic? Uh, You wonder if a lot of people are just using it to hang things on now. But maybe Peloton claims no. They say like 90% of the people who buy their bikes are still using them. 536. Let's go up to uh, Westchester County, uh, with Hudson Valley, Mount Vernon's water Infrastructure Undergoing a complete overhaul after years of neglect. Governor Hochul in Mount Vernon yesterday to mark the start of this construction is the Third Street sewer project.
5: Last year I stood and I said Third Street help is on the way and here that help is. Help has arrived.
1: By the way, they've been complaining about this for years. Once complete, wastewater service will improve for more than 4,000 people who've been impacted by broken sewer lines for just way too long. So we've been able to accelerate the planning and design process, and move it along, and break ground literally just one year after our announcement, which is... Is extraordinary. It comes as the uh, Finance Board approves $51 million in funding that will go towards clean water systems and local drinking water infrastructure projects across New York State. Joe, did you see this? Uh, stay with me for a second. Yes, sir. I, 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 I'm sort of scratching my head on this story. <laughs> so there's this uh, school bus driver, elementary yeah. school bus driver in Warren Township, New Jersey. And uh, his bus goes missing for at least a half hour before the school learns that he had had a minor crash, right? So, okay, that makes sense, right? But um then they couldn't find him, right? They had no idea right. where he was. So they sent the police out to find the bus, and they eventually did.
3: He looked like he was dazed, but then afterwards, he just went around the whole entire gas and just went out that way.
1: Yeah, so this bus driver is... Eighty years old. Now I'm not suggesting that all senior citizens don't know how to drive because people would shoot and kill me because that's not correct. Right. But I'd have a little bit of an issue if an eighty year old guy was driving around my kids
0: on a bus. That's just me. Yeah. They said he might had a medical problem or something too. I mean, I, you know, I mean that that's. But the thing that bothered me the most about it, the the eighty year old. But the other thing about it was too is how could they not know where the bus was? Yeah. Don't they have trackers on those things? I got to
1: imagine they do. Um, Actually, I have the cops. It took a little while, but they found it. I mean, thank God everybody's okay. Kids are okay. Bus driver's okay. But uh, here's the police.
0: Officers got onto the bus. They put the bus into park. They obviously knew that the uh, driver was some type of distress. Uh, They put him into a passenger seat. Then they escorted the children off the bus. The kids honestly didn't seem too beat up about what had happened
1: uh i'm sure if you asked them they might be a little shocked i'm sure it's a scary thing for them but they seem to handle it well from what i saw Mm. so how how old were these kids elementary school kids
0: yeah, uh, well, they were happy they didn't have to go to school for a half an hour. Yeah,
1: well, that's absolutely true. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get into that, you know, when should you take away the keys? Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't because do I that. won't win that battle. No. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that bad idea. Yeah, so maybe I should just move on to the next Yeah, story. good idea. That's There you
0: go. I love the devils. They stink.
1: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go out to Long Island. Unfortunately, this is a sad story. The body of James Jarznik. This is the boater we were telling you about who went missing over last weekend after falling overboard in the great south bay i guess the good news is they found his body of course the bad news is that he uh, died uh, rosnick's body found in an area off the suffolk county shore where he fell overboard on sunday
0: it's a whole boating family too it's terrible you know he's such you know he's such a good kid yeah just 28 years old
1: uh, he was on uh he had gone to a some sort of waterside restaurant, was on his 22-foot progression speedboat Sunday afternoon. A witness actually said she looked up and saw him hit a rogue wave, and then he was gone once the boat steadied. So a family, a Coast Guard, they were all involved in the search. Actually, what was a nice part of the story is just random volunteers from as far away as like Maryland came up to try and find him. The good news for the family is they did find him yesterday. So they can put that part of the story to an end. 542, on a much lighter note, let's go out to Elizabeth, New Jersey. Neighbors there. Watching on yesterday. Now if you don't if you're not familiar with Elizabeth, New Jersey, it's a really urban area. I mean it looks like a, a city. It is a city. So, neighbors in Elizabeth, New Jersey, yesterday, just hanging out on their stoops. Beautiful day. All of a sudden, a 300-pound bear starts roaming the streets. And everybody's sort of saying, what? How, how did a bear get here?
0: No idea. I have no clue.
4: There's not many trees here,
1: so, you know, there's no telling. Yeah, so for a while, apparently, one of the trees that is in Elizabeth had a bear inside it. They called in the wildlife people. The bear was shot with a tranquilizer, and they were able to take the bear out there. We're going to bring it into an area that makes a whole lot more sense than an urban area. So we've been talking about the end of Title 42. It's the end of the COVID public health emergency. So it is OK to look back and see what has happened since then and during COVID. More than a million Americans died during the pandemic. of The worst deadly virus we've seen since the Spanish flu pandemic back in 1918. Uh, we spoke with Dr. Martin Blazer. He's the director of the Center for Advanced Biotechnology and Medicine at Rutgers University. And he says, you know, yeah, uh, you don't necessarily need to be masking up anymore. But he says you shouldn't totally let your guard down. But
5: COVID is still uh, is still
0: here with us. It's part of our life. Uh, you know, it was never here before. And now it, it continues to be here.
1: No doubt you've seen there are people who are still masked up, sometimes wearing gloves, too. My thought is always either you're still frightened by what could happen or they're immuno, you know, uh, they're compromised or they have other chronic diseases. And, um, so, uh, the doctor's saying it's important to avoid risky situations for those people and they should probably continue to mask up when there are big crowds. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Variants keep emerging. And, you know, we could, we could predict that some of the variants are going to be worse than others, but we don't know which ones they'll be and when they'll arise, where they will arise. But, But, you know, World Health Organization, CDC,
5: they're all they're keeping track.
1: Yeah. you know, I wonder if that million number is a whole lot higher. I I think about my own mother who passed away uh, during the pandemic. And we don't know if it was from COVID. My thought is because she was very healthy. And then three days later, she wasn't healthy. Uh, But um, I, I think the numbers are probably a lot higher than we even know. All right, 545, let's head over to the 77 WABC Sports Desk. Here's Justin Ellick. All right, do I have to? Uh, Why, do you want to go do something else? Uh, It's all just very depressing. Everybody loses every day. Well, that's uh, being a New York sports fan.
2: I guess. I don't know. It's very underwhelming.
1: When when was the last time we had, like, a real winning team that went far in the playoffs? Man. I can't come up with one, can you? I guess. Let's uh, go through everybody. Giants, Jets, no. Right. Yankees, Mets, No. Right. Well, you had the
2: Mets in 2015. They lost the World yeah. Series. Okay. In right. 2015, we're in 2023. I know. I know. Well, so. and, and before that, it was like 2009 when the Yankees won. Yeah. That's it. So, it's yeah, been, so maybe um, you should just forget it. Let's just right, not even bother right. with right. the sports why report. Even, why, even watch, why even watch or even care about sports <laughs> in any capacity? Anyway, quickly, though, we do have to go through the depressing sports news. Uh, both teams on the diamond, they still stink. So we'll uh, make it quick. The Mets got blanked five to nothing in Cincinnati at the hands of the Reds and route to drop in their fifth straight series before they get ready to head to Washington to open up a four game set with the Nationals tonight at seven oh five. The Mets sit at eighteen and twenty and seven and a half games back of the first place Braves. As for the Yankees, their sweep of the A's was clearly a big fluke as they went right back to utter incompetence last night in the form of an eight to two loss to the AL East, first place Tampa Bay Rays. The loss puts the Yankees at twenty one and eighteen and right into last place. And the AL East now nine games back of Tampa. Game two of that four-game set is set for tonight at 7.05. Don't bother watching, because I won't be either. On the ice, that's all she wrote for the New Jersey Devils after last night's 3-2 to Game 5 overtime loss to the Carolina Hurricanes, who handedly took down the Devs four games to one to advance into the East Finals. Timo Meyer and Dawson Mercer netted the two New Jersey goals, but it was Jesper Faust in, uh, on the power play in overtime that broke the Devs' hearts and sent them packing into the offseason. The Canes will await. The winner of the Panthers Maple Leaf series to see who they'll be meeting in the conference finals set to begin at some point next week. And in the NBA, the Celtics beat the 76ers 95 to 86 to not their East uh, semifinal series at three apiece. And the Nuggets move past the Suns 125 to 120 to advance into the Western conference finals. Tonight, your New York Knickerbockers will try and knock things at three in Miami against the Heat. Tip off for game six is set for 7.30 p.m. With the Knicks on the brink of elimination, down three games to two. Here with sports on 77 WABC, I'm
1: Justin Oleg. All right, let's catch you up on some of the biggest stories of the morning. Uh, One of the bigger ones, Daniel Penny, expected to turn himself in today to face criminal charges in connection with the chokehold death of Jordan nearly aboard an F-train. The Manhattan District Attorney confirming yesterday Penny will be arrested on a charge of manslaughter. The Manhattan DSA's office spent the weekend much of this week interviewing, going over accounts of witnesses who were on the train, uh, looking at those videos that some of them we have seen, prosecutors also consulting with medical examiner's office, detectives reviewing statements Penny made to detectives on the day of the incident. Those uh, took to the streets uh, over the last couple weeks, say they're relieved that Penny will be arrested today. I'm
0: just extremely happy that... He's being prosecuted, that a white person just can't walk up to a black person for screaming, not making any aggressive movements, but just for screaming and kill them. What kind of message does that send to the country? The
1: uh, second degree manslaughter charge suggests prosecutors believe Penny had no intention to kill Neely and reflects a belief at the Manhattan D.A.'s office that Penny acted recklessly when he put Neely in a chokehold. A grand jury will still hear evidence against Penny, which could occur in the week following his arraignment. Now, the maximum penalty for the charge is 15 years. Uh, You know, Mayor Adams uh, has not really weighed in on this deadly chokehold, and here is why he says he's not.
4: If this case goes to trial or anywhere further, I don't want someone to talk about changing venues. The the mayor uh, tainted when he was... The police falls under one of his agencies.
1: Yeah, Daniel Penny's lawyer, his attorney, going to give an exclusive 9.40 this morning right here on 77 WABC. You won't hear him anywhere else. You'll hear what they might say when uh, they show up in court today. So 9.40 this morning, Sid and friends in the morning, Daniel Penny's lawyer will be talking with uh, Sid. And while we're talking about this case, of course, so much of it has to do with mental health and so many homeless on the streets who are mentally ill, Mayor Adams wants to have the ability to confine the most mentally ill who are walking
4: the streets now. We're hoping that we can get the Kendra's Law to be adjusted to give people the clear understanding that if this person is dealing with a, a major mental health illness where they can't take care of themselves and they're in danger to themselves, that we're allowed to keep them and give them the services they, that they need.
1: It continues to be, of course, a huge problem for uh, so many institutions in New York, but especially for those who are riding the subways. The nation's pork producers not happy at all about the Supreme Court's decision to uphold California's Proposition 12. The law mandates more space for breeding pigs, so you can't keep them as close and confined as pork producers want to. I guess they say it's about treating the animals humane, the ones the ones that you're going to kill humane while they're alive. We
0: feel that Proposition 12 wasn't based on science. It was
3: arbitrary st- guidelines.
1: That's one of the heads of the pork-producing um, uh, uh, advocates. They say uh, it means uh, higher pork prices for people not just in California but across the country. It's going
2: be a lot more expensive in California to get the pork that they're getting now.
1: American employees apparently more satisfied in
5: their jobs than they've been in a long time. According to a survey by the Conference Board, over 62% of respondents said they're overall satisfied with their jobs. A 2.1 percentage point increase over last year's survey. That's the highest ever since the survey began in 1987. The lowest level, just under 43% satisfaction, was in 2010, just after the Great Recession. I'm Lisa Taylor.
1: City Council yesterday passing this bill that will prohibit discrimination on the basis of someone's weight. When it comes to housing, employment opportunities at public places like hotels and restaurants, this woman says she was passed over for promotion as a fitness instructor because she was overweight, not because she was a bad teacher.
5: I was invited to go to uh, tryouts where the regional manager is kind of behind you, watching you dance. And after class, she told me, you're going to be fantastic. There's just one thing. I want to get a picture of you with your arms out. And she sent that picture to the corporate offices.
1: Yeah, and she didn't get that job. The bill, this one in the city council, adds height and weight as a protected category under the city's human rights law. It passed easily 45 to 5 yesterday. New Yorkers will now be able to bring a case to the Commission on Human Rights if they believe they were discriminated against because of their weight or height. This is interesting out of Texas. Drunk drivers in Texas who are involved in a crash that kills a parent may soon have to pay child support to those kids.
2: This legislation ensures greater accountability and provides another avenue of restitution for the affected victims. That's
1: a state senator there, yeah, who's trying to push that bill through. In
2: 2022, the Tennessee legislature was the first state to pass such legislation. And they
1: say uh, they might take it on in Texas as well. Sesame Street. Introducing its first ever Filipino Muppet. Not I have to be honest with you, I didn't know that the puppets had a race. I just thought they were Muppets, but apparently I was wrong. So TJ introduced on a segment with a uh, cowpen who's a regular on Sesame Street. They talked about uh well, whatever they talk about on Sesame Street. TJ,
3: how do you show your confidence? Oh well. I'm learning Tagalog. It's a language my Filipino family speaks, and I have confidence because I can always ask my Lola for help when I don't know a word. <laughs> okay. Confidence, Mr. Cal? Um, what's that? Well, confidence is a great word, TJ, and it just so happens to be
1: today's word of the day. Apparently, I have not watched uh, Sesame Street in a long time, I guess, because my kids are older, but the new puppet joins uh Ji Young, who's a Korean... American puppet. I had no idea that the Muppets had race, but uh, were had, you know were white or black, or whatever they were. But I guess I haven't watched in years, so don't go by me. United Federation of Teachers lending a hand to families who are struggling financially, trying to help their kids go to the prom and look their best. Uh, they've done this for, for about five or six years. They um, bring out these donated dresses and tuxes and then they bring in their students who are the most in need to get them ready for the prom so they don't have to stay home on prom night.
3: I have two kids of my own. It definitely can be expensive. The shoes, all the accessories that go with it, it's a lot of money.
1: So according to this uh, prom dress company Amara, it costs one student as much as $2,000 to get ready for the prom. Really? Wow. Who knows that much? That's why for the last five years, the United Federation of Teachers has hosted this free prom boutique where high school seniors across the city can show up. They can try on dresses and tuxes and take which, you know, whatever fits nicely home.
3: I got uh, my favorite color blue and I found this really nice tie. And I feel like I'm also pressured to do the same because like imagine you wear something that is not like up to people's standards. Like you just feel bad or not if you want to go to the prom.
1: Yeah, good for them at the UFT. And the uh, Norman J. Levy Park and Preserve in Merrick, favorite spot for nature lovers on Long Island. However, sometimes the weeds in the park can be too much for the crews to keep up with. So some new faces lending a helping hand over there. It's goats. They've put goats in the park to chew through those weeds and grass.
0: These goats and these sheep have a job here. They're going to help cultivate the area. They're going to be put in areas where there's been excess growth, and they're going to earn it, folks.
1: Yeah, now uh, people love this already uh, over the last couple of days. Uh, five baby goats, two sheep, reducing the weeds, and uh, people, you know, get a chance to pet them. And
3: this was the dump back in, you know, the 70s and stuff. It took years, but they did it, and it's
2: absolutely gorgeous. See, my sister just told me there were new goats here. I usually come to the mountain to walk, but it's been a while. And they're brand new, and they're cute and beautiful.
1: Yeah, fun.